It's bonus pod 181. You turn up at the go-kart center. Oh man, it's been years since you last go-karted. You were a kid uh, when you last did this. You wonder if you still got it in you. If you still remember how to do it. In the intervening years, you've learned how to drive properly. And well, now your overriding instinct is to be careful and safe on the roads. Not wild and fast. But regardless, you're excited. It's a bit weird that you've come on your own, but uh, you want to get some practice in before the stag do next week, just so you don't embarrass yourself in front of Jamie. He's always a he's always a he's he's the real alpha of the gang, and uh, you know you you don't want to be his beta. So you, you turn up, you check in, and say, uh, "Hi, yeah, just um, just ten minutes around the track. <laughs> I booked a booked a couple of days ago." And they look through the books and they're like, um, Podbud, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. And you get, yeah, yeah, we've got a car ready for you. And uh, you, they give you your gloves and your helmet and you put it on. And uh, and they show, and they walk you past a bunch of carts. Oh, look at that blue one. Oh, I like the look at that blue one. Oh, the black one's cool. I wish I could get the black one. But they're like, no, that's not for you. Oh, what about the red one? Oh, no, 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 that's not for you either. And... And uh, and then they they point at a car and um, and like there it is there's your there's your car and you go uh, oh really um, the first thing you notice about it is that it's brown um, and the second thing you notice about it is its shape it's like what is this like a brown gherkin and then you realize oh my god it's it's a turd car. It's a car that the seats in the middle of just this long turd. It's like it looks like one of those old-fashioned Formula One cars, like the very, very first ones that were just sort of these bathtubs on wheels, a tube. But this is a poo. This is like a cartoon, like long log with the seat in the middle and a little glass shield thing to protect your head. And like, am I? And you're like, is that a, is that a turd? And they go, what? Is that a turd? The car? It's like, it's your car. That's all we know. It's your car. We've never seen it before, but this was this was brought here for you. You, this is your car. And you go, oh, um, okay, um, well, cheers, and they just walk away. And you, uh, you try and figure out how do you, how you're supposed to get in it. You're like, oh, there doesn't seem to be a door, so you just have to step into the middle bit and oh, settle in. And you can you can you can tell that it's not real shit. Obviously, it's like fiberglass painted over, but it stinks. It smells like it is, but it isn't. And you're like, oh my god, what is my... And, and you, you, so you, you set off, you get to the start point, and it's just you on the track, and the, and the lights come red, blink, then amber, blink, and then green, blonk, and you go, you go around the track once, oh, this is alright actually, this stinks a bit odd, and it's embarrassing being in this puka, you look at the sidelines, and all the other people are like pointing, going, <laughs> and you go around a couple of times, and then on the third time you go around, this is the first turn, suddenly signs come up, that says, um, pod buds this way, and it's an, an arrow pointing to the side, down a smaller track, and you go what? But before you know, your instincts kick in, and you turn, you turn right off the off the track, and and this is like a smaller track you didn't notice before, and and there are big signs up like that that just say um, uh, gilded cage, 
What killed um, uh, Lucky Kentucky? An ad for Lucky. Oh, I remember this. I know what this is from. And then another sign that um, that uh, that just says uh, uh, centrism. And then and then you see there's a tunnel coming, and it's a big like clown, like one of those like crazy golf tunnels with a clown face, but it's huge, and it's. Pierre's head and you go what the, oh no what the head and you go into this dark tunnel and it's all black you can't see anything and you come out of the tunnel eventually and you look back and you've come out of a big butt and you go oh and you look down the car and you're like I understand now I understand and and then and then two those, those police cars, the side cars come, the guide cars come up either side of you, with the ones that guide the cars on races, and 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 you just hear pull over, pull over, and you what? And the, the both both the people driving in them are wearing helmets. You can't tell who they are. And I pull over. They were point. The people are pointing like pull over, don't slow it down. And you pull off to the side, and um, and the two people get out of their cars and they walk over to you. You're a bit nervous now. They look angry, clap, 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 clap. And they say, and they do, <laughs> one of them does the, the action of like rolling down the window, even though you don't have any windows. It's just you sticking out of a poo. And and they keep going, roll down the window. And so not knowing what to do, you just pretend to press a button and go, uh, you just make the noise. And then one of us, one of them goes, <laughs> one of them goes, do you have any idea how fast you're going there, back there? And you go, oh, um, I, d- well, I don't know. I guess fast, but it's a go-kart thing, isn't it? And then the other one goes, oh, it's too fast coming out of the butt. And you know what? Coming out of the butt, that was too fast. That really hurt me. It really hurt you. And then the person who says that lifts off the helmet, and it was me. Yeah, that really hurt my butt. You came out of my butt too fast. And then the other person lifts Put, takes off his helmet and his Pierre, and he and he says, "But you driven to my mouth, real nice," and gives you a thumb up like that. And then I say to Pierre, "One and two ain't bad," and we high five each other. <laughs> Welcome to bonus part. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to like there. <laughs> there was a lot to like there. I liked. Um, <laughs> I like the protagonist being called Podbud. Oh yeah. It reminded me of Pokemon Red where you're just called Red. Oh yes. Your is, name's is. Podbud. Is that right? And you get the chance to like bloop 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 delete it and write in your own name. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. the generic name, Podbud. <laughs> that's good. Um and I really liked the um It reminded me of childhood, the the whole thing where like unfair stuff happens and you don't deserve an explanation because you're a kid. Yes. So you just go, well, why is this my car? The telecom. We don't know. That's just your car. Yeah. Yeah. It was brought here and it's for you. And you have to go, okay. And it's just, not for you to question. Yeah. Yeah. They reminded me of the helplessness of <laughs> of, of childhood, being mm. forced into a poo-shaped car. <laughs> you drive. And the feeling that you're always given the, sh- the the worst one. There's always a feeling you've been given the worst. Yeah. You sort of feel, feel like, have I been led to the sort of trap, the kind of, the 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 deliberately sabotaged car here like no drink this glass you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> you somehow suspect that the jamies of this world as you say yeah 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 are being put in some sort of souped up uh, bugatti exactly. go-kart and you're being given this absolute 
stuff fucking <laughs> <laughs> no a lot to enjoy there oh good i'm glad um i'm glad um you came up my butt too fast i like the idea that's my mouth but your butt yeah exactly because we are one a sort of <clears throat> a sort of human centipede but it's just like a one single tunnel a version of the holy trinity but it's two the holy, yes the holy duality that's right yeah the holy binary the holy binary Maybe. Mm. But binary, I think, so means that they are opposed, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, duality. Holy duo. Duality. Holy duo, holy duo, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Phil, Phil and Phil, Pierre and Phil, Phil and Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, depending. Um, and, um, of course, that, that, that location was by because um, we on our little trip here, on our holiday, we're, we're, we're going go-karting this afternoon, and I'm very excited. We are going to go go-karting. I can't wait to not fit my massive ass into the chair most of my prediction. excitement is watching pierre get in a go-kart yeah it's going to look like bowser in mario kart that's <laughs> what i'm expecting <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, go- I'm going to look like i shouldn't be able to safely take any of the corners at speed <laughs> Tip. or like a circus bear yeah 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 Ugh, just... yeah people are gonna be watching you on the go-kart track going this is cruel yeah this yeah. is cruel he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. He should be out there. <laughs> Just pointing at the countryside. Yeah. He should be out there. <laughs> he's the king of out there. And look how he's been humiliated in here. This <laughs> once proud beast. Uh, yes, that's very much my vibe when I'm wedged into a, uh, a vehicle. I have, I'm, I'm going into this go-kart in confident, I have to say, because the last time I did it when I was like, I don't know, early, like 13 or something, mm. was in a track in Kotkinabalu in Malaysia. And um, I, I, th- I think I was quite quick and I got back and one of the guys who ran the place was like, oh, real good. And he like, gave me a thumbs up and, and like a pat uh, on the back. Okay, so there's some precedent here. But I think I was the only person <laughs> then who had sort of the... Um, arms? The arms. <laughs> Everyone else Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Everyone, no one else had arms. My friends were all <laughs> armless. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like I understood the idea of like cutting corners and stuff. But I'm sure... I'm sure other people did too. I wonder... I wonder. Yeah, um, but maybe my me- my mechanical brain had, had kicked in by then, and I sort of knew when to slow down and when to speed up. And yeah, and when, when you're a boy of that age, you just want to accelerate all the time. I didn't. I mm. had t- terrible fear of acceleration mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Of, of vehicles of any kind. I think when you're physically large, like we are, and especially relatively, I was very big. Um, you become very careful and very aware of yeah. speed and impacts uh, of things. Yes, and. Uh, height of things and not just breaking things i um was the smell of petrol makes me nauseous oh i'm going to use this to my advantage because it makes me feel great (laughs) i go proper mad max if i smell petrol i'm like yes really yes a beaut is a wonderful day what a lovely day what a lovely day i feel (laughs) i just just spray like chrome spray paint onto your nose africa on my teeth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i i even as a kid i was like the smell of petrol makes me feel sick and i'm i'm the guy who crashes things mm. and i'm the guy who is always proving adults wrong when they go no it's fine nothing ever goes wrong yes i'm that kid yes so the idea of them going like, do you want to get on this dirt bike you can just drive it on the beach i'd be like no <laughs> no thank you and they'd be like what is it loud and dangerous and i go uh-huh, uh-huh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. I want to sit here and think about Age of Empires. That's what I want. <laughs> and when I can be reunited with it again. Yes, that's my that's my life. That was my life. My whole childhood was. What do I have to do to end this so that I can get back to computer games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I, what has to happen that means that I'm back at my computer building villages, son? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. Uh, did you ever get did you get car sickness? I like get terrible travel sickness as a kid. Only if I try to read in the car. Okay. Otherwise I'm absolutely fine. I would get it badly all the time. And so whenever I was like dragged out of the house to go accompany my one of my parents on an errand or Oh yeah. I was always like arriving sick. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, a Pavlovian response developed <laughs> where I associated shopping for groceries. Yeah. With, you know, like, the nausea of car sickness kind of hangs around for a few hours unless you lie down. Right. Gosh. Like, it's like it, like it really That's lingers. Rough. So like, Was it to do with Isle of Man roads? Are they windy? I still managed to get travel sick on, like, straight highways in South Africa. <laughs> like, it was just really sensitive to it. Great. So, like, as your mum drags you around the supermarket talking to other mums, just feeling a bit like... Ugh, oh, boy. And so, like, yeah, I think in my brain it was like, these make you sick, you know, like your your animal instinct. Also, yes. And also, what what <clears throat> were those parents have thought of you? Because that's all they would have seen of you going, oh, the, look, novelli, the uh, novelli boys. Very green. Sickly. Just green and, and sort of like with my hands on my knees. <sighs> Just bent double. <laughs> were, were you like me in that you played so many computer games, your parents would pressure you into coming with them to the supermarket out of some kind of some worry <laughs> that you literally just weren't getting enough sunlight yeah i yes or like I think, it was a, at least it's some kind of exercise yeah i think um i think definitely that where they sort of start to worry that the, the the sort of blue light of the screen is just sort of bleaching you yeah like some undersea a deep sea creature yeah yeah, definitely. I think my father felt that way. I think he maybe felt some guilt because he bought the computers. He was, at first, he was excited when I said, oh, I think we should get a computer. He was excited. He thought, ah, my child. Um, He'll do his taxes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and he's he's of the new generation. He's he's the future. He's engaging with the future, the industries of the future. Yes. <laughs> he will be a conqueror of all he sees in this new digital landscape. And, and then all I did was play Ski Free and... <laughs> Sim and um, theme park world. Theme park world, yeah. Um, and and he would come in, and I'd, I'd so dread him turning back, coming back home, because he'd be like, "Philip, you want to come with me to uh, the park?" And I'd be like, ah, ah! Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be like full golems, just, ah, just leave me alone, leave me with, <laughs> with my beautiful, precious, perfect computer games. And time would go so fast when you're playing computer games. You think you had all this time, and then without realizing, it's three hours in and. And your father's getting upset because he he thinks he's ruined his boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he visualizes it as you like having to like uh, never stop suckling on this big digital tit. Yeah, like, and you try and pull you away, and you just go and like scratch him. Yeah, and yeah. I sometimes feel like he must have felt that he just bought his son heroin, <laughs> and he's like, oh, what have I? This will keep you nice and relaxed, son. Yeah. And then, oh no. But now I'm becoming. Now I see when I see like little kids, like real, like taught, like only just learning to speak. Kids. Yeah. On iPads all day. I, I'm like, oh god, no, 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 no. Yeah. And so now, and it feels like it feels so hypocritical. But I think I'm going to be if when I'm a dad, I'm going to be so careful about. Yeah. Like, games, because I know how bad it can get. I know how. How I'm... obsessive you can get about it. 
I think I was I was lucky in life. It sucks up the things I could have learned, the languages I could be speaking now, Pierre. The instruments I could know how to play. Well, I cheated it a bit because I was so obsessed with historical games. Yeah, yeah, and I learned some from Pharaoh Three, but not particularly useful facts. No, whereas Age of Empires was actually pretty rigidly researched, Uh, and like you play through the campaigns, so I, I. I knew that, you know, Genghis Khan and Timujin and Joan of Arc and Barbarossa, King Barbarossa and the Crusade and the, you know, pickling him in a barrel or whatever it was. Like all these little nuggets that do pop up. Uh, William Wallace, that was one of the campaigns on Age of Empires 2. So it did, it was a bit more useful and uh, there was a filter on it. I couldn't have GTA. Right. I couldn't have Hitman. (sighs) Ah. I think I was probably too young for Hitman, but that's all, you know. Yeah, yeah. If it was vaguely educational or, or something that my parents had seen, they'd be like, oh, no, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movies are 15, but it's a movie from... I didn't even learn anything from Age of Empires, because at that age, all I did was get a game, learn, get the cheats, and then just... Destroy it. Dick on the computer all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know why... And now I would never do it. Now I'm like, oh, what, that's a, you, you're not experiencing the game as it should. But back then, all I wanted to do was just dominate and repeat levels again, just dominate different different ways, just dominate, dominate. Like, you lose. Yeah. You lose. <laughs> you were like a digital Joffrey. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. <laughs> a real Joffrey energy for, there. Just at any point, I'm allowed a crossbow. You <laughs> go, <laughs> what? And they go, yeah, yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> yeah, on Age of Empires 2, I'd get the sports car that shot um, yeah. the little the cannonball. Machine down. gun Bugatti. Yeah, so powerful. It was. It's like a Viper. It looked like a Dodge Viper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That thing. Imagine your terror if the computer started building them. Uh. No, 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 how? <laughs> We've learned from you. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I spent hours on that, building my own maps as well. Wow. You got the map editor. Yeah. Just build crazy maps. Yeah. Ooh. Serious, serious stuff. Serious boy. Not much else on. Age of Empires 2, Medal of Honor. Love Allied me Assault. some Medal of Honor. I remember going to game, and I didn't realize you could get first-person shooters. What do you mean you could I didn't get realize you could play as the, in first-person. Like right. It had never occurred to me as a possibility. Mm. Everything in my experience was a top-down strategy game, yeah. or like Pokemon on the Game Boy. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I went, oh, it's a World War II game. And they were like, I played a World War II strategy game, like top-down, yeah. at my friend's house. And I remember looking at the back and going, but that's, those are his hands. <laughs> and like it ge- genuinely melted my head. Like yeah. I was so astonished. Yeah. And I'd, I found it so affecting. There's one mission where you have to like av- avoid some like spotlights across a courtyard. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And if the spotlight catches you, an MG42 just opens up on you and just brrr, and you're just dead immediately. Yeah, yeah. But the screen goes red and it's incredibly sudden and loud. This is the Medal of Honor that starts with Omaha Beach. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And it was I found that, was that amazing. I found that bit so shocking and surprising when it first happened to me I, that I got such an enormous shock that I actually went and lay down. Well, the the searchlights bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't realize what was happening. I was like, well, and I just got caught in one because I wasn't being careful, and that happened, and it gave me such a jump that I just went and lay down for a bit. Surely the Omaha Beach Landing mission at the, right at the beginning must have been overwhelming. It was very overwhelming, but it didn't. It wasn't jump scare. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. I was like, obviously, you know, white knuckling it, like, <sighs> ah, like through the whole thing, like freaking out. So like, that was the first first person shooter you ever played. Yeah, was Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Yeah, yeah, straight to Omaha Beach. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if I played like Doom or whatever, 
So in a way, it really replicated the sensation of being a young recruit who's never seen war before. In the first, your first experience of war is landing on Omaha Beach. It's just like I'm, sh- I'm, I'm the guy, and I'm shooting these guys. Yeah, I just I couldn't believe it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I remember my dad being quite skeptical about first-person shooters. He's like, I don't think this is good for people's brains. Mm. But he didn't stop me. Yeah. Maybe he's right. It's a little too evocative at being in the first person. It's a little too engrossing. A little too real. It blurs the lines between life and simulation just a bit too much. Just a little fuzzy. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. I think our generation will be stricter, though, because we've seen, not necessarily us, but so many people have their minds ravaged by screens. Mm. In, in a weird way, the generation older than us, the ones that were worried are the ones now the most ravaged. As in by, um, yes, I mean by by like Facebook. And, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, all those memes, like it's been said before, where it's like when we were kids, it was like now never even Wikipedia is not to be trusted. It's just someone else writing it. Yeah. You know, okay, mum. Yeah. And then now it's like never talk to anyone on the internet I'd at ne- all. I'd never believe a single thing that you see. Yeah. Now it's like Janice said the vaccine. You know. <laughs> And that's completely. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. I think it was because it got verifiable, so their doubts were overridden. It got ver- it got verifiable. So before they couldn't verify who was on the other end, whereas now they knew for a fact it was Janice. Right. I see. I see. I so see. they go, well, no, I know who that is, though. And mm. then they go, well, no, this is the t- this is the website of the Daily Telegraph. Mm. I read it in real life. Mm. This is the website. And then your brain just goes, website, there's lots of news websites I haven't heard of. And so you go, oh, Al Jazeera, MSNBC, what's that? Mm. And so when it's like news.info, you just go, ah, more news. Like mm. the, your di- doubts have been so overridden. Yeah, I know. And you've, and by now, you know, none of our parents did online shopping, but now they've had a good, what, two decades of experience of just feeding their financial information into various random websites. I think it's also a generation who, who don't really... In general, and I'm speaking about you know my parents here. Don't, don't in general don't have a grasp on like how easy it is to just make a website. Yeah. So if some if a website exists, there has to have been some sort of check checks along the way. Yes, the, the, it must deserve to be there. It must deserve to be a publication. The notion of building a website is so expensive and abstract and impossible yeah. that you go well. A government department must have been involved. Yeah. 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 It can't just be done. Yeah, and this must all be overseen by somebody. I guess in the same way as if you um, came across just a fully functioning hospital. Mm. Or something that looked like one. You go, well it's, a, well, it's a hospital. Yeah. Like, it would be so hard to convince you that just some guy set it up. Yeah. So that he could saw bits off people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a sign and electricity. And mm. there's so many nurses. And they go, yeah, I know, I know. That's easy these days, it turns out. Yeah, and uh, maybe it's it's... A generation, the generation of institutions, not understanding our generation, which is the generation of individuals, and and, and the, of, well, the, without the internet, the wild west, you can do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're so easily taken in by it. I think, uh, but that's why I think we're going to be stricter on it. We're like, you know, we just watching our kid watch YouTube holograms, and then slowly, as they start to go more radicalized, going, up, 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 up. <laughs> let's turn that off for the day. Yeah. Let's get you playing with some wood. I mean, when I see, and obviously, you know, easy for me to say, but when I see, like, uh, parents at an airport and they just give their kid, a young, young kid, an iPad and it's just glued on the thing, I'm like, what are you doing? 
But of course, it must just be so tempting. It was what television was for the generation before. It's just something to stick your kid in front of. They yeah. looked after it. And at least it's interactive, I guess. Like you're yeah. intervening. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I guess it depends what it is. Like, if your kid is playing, like, a version of, like, Words with Friends or something a bit smart, mm. you sort of go, eh, you know what, this is actually kind of like hiding the deworming pill and some cheese, <laughs> you know, for your cat. Yeah. Uh, it's getting my kids getting smarter whether they like it or not with this. Whereas if it's just like Fruit Ninja, yeah, if it's just like a reflex reflex one, and sometimes they give them, the kid something on the train, and you're trying to read or something a few seats away, and you just hear, kabling, yeah, no, that's kabling, kabling, yeah, no, full, like, <gasps> full volume is completely fucking unacceptable, unbelievable. I might accept very, very soft noises, but I like off. Just to tell your kid no. Your kid's already got a screen of delights. Just yeah. tell them no sound. Yeah. I'll put some fucking earphones in. But there's that thing, like you're not supposed to let kids have headphones. Oh, why? Well, because it's like putting like a noise source directly next to their fleshy little eardrums oh. while they're still developing. Right. Like it's right. not. You know. Oh, God. You shouldn't do it. I told you about the kid I saw in an airport once that went... Oh, or shopping center went up to like a, f- a sign, just a normal old fashioned sign, and just reached up and like tried to sweep it away with his finger. Like, really? Pressed, yeah, pressed his finger on the sign. It's like a toddler. It's just like a sign. <laughs> and it, trying, and, it, and it, it was trying to swipe it, trying to make it go away, and it couldn't. And it was so, this kid was so confused why this thing wouldn't go what away. Sign? Why? What sign? What sign was like it? Um, just, like a, a, um, just like a poster behind a little bit of plastic. Oh, uh, you know, okay. So it wasn't like an exit sign or something. Oh no no no! It's like um, an ad for something. Oh okay. Pop, put up on um, uh, like like an older person would go. Oh yeah, that's not a touchscreen. Yeah. It's just it's just a poster they put behind a bit of perspex. Yeah yeah. Uh, but this kid just went up and just swiping, just like not understanding why it wasn't moving away. And I thought, oh, this is a new world. <laughs> that is fucking weird. Yeah. That is really really weird. I. Uh... I remember my mum being horrified when we were on holiday um, somewhere and you know when you're like a kid and you're in like a family restaurant and you can tell that both your parents have noticed something and are kind of like making eyes at each other. Mm. Like, oh, you see this shit? Yeah. And you're like, what? what is it? And they're like, shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I want to know. I, like, I want to know secrets. And they're like, you want to understand. And they were, or they said, we're turning the car. <laughs> but just stop looking around, you know. Like, yeah. oh, all right. I better remember this. And then uh, later they said, "Oh, we saw um, you know that big noisy family that was just over there. Like these, these. It was all like very like a the place where big British tourist families go to have loud family meals. You know, one mm. of those establishments, mm. like in Spain or Tenerife. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, it was one of them. It was in Spain or Tenerife. Anyway, this enormous, like very noisy, like enormous, like like uh, sixteen people." Mm. table of, of very noisy um fellow british holiday makers uh it was like all all ages and they see my parents had seen the mum pouring full fat coke into a bottle to give it to the one of the kids oh oh no like a one-year-old or whatever oh. or maybe younger like mm. trying to feed like a baby coke yeah out of a bottle yeah and they were like oh my god <laughs> just can oh. of can of red can of coke into like child feeding device and they were like that's f- what were like what was a kid young enough that was a special type of cup 
It was a bottle, like a baby like bottle. Like with a, with a nib? With a nib, with a oh nipple. Oh my god, no. No, it wasn't just like, oh, we're, we're giving like this three-year-old some, some coke, oh, he'll misbehave, like a sippy cup. No, it was like a... So he's sucking coke out of a, a yeah, nib? out of a tit, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. And it was just like, what, like a baby? And my parents were like, yeah. They are just like, baby loves coke. <laughs> just feeding this Literally like baby. it's suckling from the slurm queen in Futurama. <laughs> We, we we met Mr. and Mrs. Slurm on holiday, and they were so nice. Oh, my God. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. That's horrible. You know what's the most fucked bit for me is the idea of carb- a carbonated drink coming out of a, 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 like a nibble, <laughs> yeah. a nib. Oh, How would that even fuck. come out? Yeah. yeah. You'd suck air alternately, or... This is this is why milk isn't carbonated. That is so of all the problems. horrific. Except unless you have some Aran. That sort of slightly oh, fizzy... Slightly fermented. Go- yeah, that's nice. Is it? I like it. You can only get a cow to produce fim- uh, fizzy milk if you really scare it. Is that true? <laughs> oh. <laughs> go, <laughs> Froth. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... It's one of those things where you go, I don't want to believe that feeding that kid Coke will make it one of society's liabilities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it will. I think it will. I don't think it's going to make it better. It just can't be good to have full-fat Coke when you're like one. No. No, I don't know. No, this literally, it's like negative nutrients. It's just... It can't be good. I, there's like a part of me that wants to be contrarian and be like, look, it's just sugar, it's vegetable extract, the caffeine's not ideal, but it's fine. But uh, but no, but the, the most horrific uh, thing about that is not necessarily that single dose. occasion, but it's the the casualness and the the willingness and readiness to put coke in a in a milk yeah. bottle that makes you go. This happens a lot. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a regular thing. Pass me the coke for the baby's bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if, that there was no bit where she went. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> that, that 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 didn't happen. You go. Okay, this is not the first time. That, you go. No, this kid. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Because then it like that, that, there's probably a very small list of things that kid could ask for and not get. Mm. Ugh. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. That's horrific. <laughs> yeah. It was a very uh, disillusioning moment for my parents. I think. In Malaysia, we had we knew so many kids who just had and like not poor mm. kids. These are middle, lower middle class kids. Yeah. Um. Well, middle class kids who just had rotten teeth. Just really? Yeah, just from a young age, they just had missing teeth because they were just drinking Coke. And a lot of the time it didn't matter because they were so young, they were the milk teeth. Oh, yeah. But then it's breeding in bad habits. Yeah. And it's. Uh, I, my, I remember my mother just being like, she, you know, she just found her astonishing. Um, but I grew up thinking r- rotting your teeth was just a normal thing that kids did. Oh, really? Yeah. And my mom and 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 looking back, I'm so grateful to her. But she made it so hard for us to drink um, uh, fizzy drinks, and yeah. we felt like lepers because every other <laughs> kid just drank whatever they wanted all the time. Just like a bucket of Slurpee. Yeah, just sugary fizzy. And and I would just be like to my, why, why are you so cruel? <laughs> all these other parents are so kind. They love their children. Do you not see? <laughs> you gesture at these kids who all had like pirate mouths. <laughs> yeah. Yay! With these horrible. 
because at that age you don't appreciate your mother's a doctor and she's she knows what she's talking about you're just like why is my mom such a bitch why would you let me <laughs> some kind of juice nazi yeah <laughs> do, you, do you ever feel like you betray your child self when you agree with your parents and all the rage about something like now, going looking back, I'm like I will not give my kids fizzy drinks, and I'll not let them play that many computer games. I feel like I'm betraying the child self who was so frustrated by by those rules. the very rules. Yeah, uh, I don't necessarily feel betrayal. I think sometimes I think back on on to like my attitude to like PE, mm-hmm. and like I'm I try to like exercise now and try to take it seriously. Yeah, and I sort of think, oh, but I never had an issue with PE. I think it was the way it was imparted. Right, I think I get this feeling too. If you feel like you're betraying that younger self by taking part in the thing you sort of rejected, before, yeah, for being like beneath you or not important or something that the bullies did, or well, yeah, I, but I just sort of look back and I go, I don't feel it too much because I think, well, I didn't understand or it was never fully laid out to me in a way that I appreciated how important it was. Yes, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly it. And yeah. and you feel now like, oh, am I calling my younger self stupid? Yeah. Or naive for not realizing this was important back then. Yeah, because it seems so unimportant. And in my case, as quite an asthmatic kid, it seemed barely possible. Mm. So it was like, well, why am I... Well, I just run for, really far and then back again. Mm. That's agony. No. Mm. Why the fuck would I do that? And like, I'm not good at kicking this ball, so I just won't do it. Mm. Things like that. Whereas um, if there'd been other options or if it hadn't been so phrased around like uh, blokey, like team team stuff. Yeah. Maybe I was supposed to be a solo exerciser. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah, and I think we're not we're not competitive, and it's, it's yeah. really hard to be physically active when you're just not competitive. And I don't mind. I really, if someone's faster than me, great, good for them. I really don't care. <laughs> I see. I am competitive, but if only if I already care. Uh, right. Like I'm not competitive with something I've only I've never tried because I don't. There's no reason for me to be good at it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I think that there's some reason that I should be good at something, then I go, no, I, I need to not embarrass myself. Mm. But I saw no reason that I should be good at any of these activities that they were making us do. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> and if I did, I was bad at them, so I was just annoying. So it feels, it feels a bit like a betrayal, but it does feel more like it's like, oh, I wish someone had sort of... I don't know, if possible, just just sat me down for like a day and just really like ran through the hows and whys of, of this. Mm. So I didn't have such a shitty attitude to it. Because mm. I could have exercised for the whole three years that I was at uni. Yeah. When my body was more responsive to it and I was able to get into a good shape and stay like that. And yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, but... I really didn't have the time in you. I felt I was so busy. I wasn't getting any sleep. Well, you had so to busy. do daytime labs. I had to do engineering, and I was I was falling. I was in my second year. I was just falling asleep in uh, in tutorials. Oh, sorry, supervisions. I did and that a few times. Just falling, yeah. but every it was so regular. I was getting like four hours of sleep a night or something. Oh, if I could have just known that if I exercised for an hour at the start of every day, I would have a less horrifying day, guaranteed. Ah, hmm. oh. but I didn't believe it, Philip. No, and it's because it, exercises introduced me as a child from my parents, especially my dad, as a do it just cause. Yeah, that that never flew with me. Yeah, it's like, well, if you don't give me a good reason, I'm going to be really fucking shitty about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, always. Yep, yep, yep. Give me a full explanation with logic <laughs> and and like books. 
Yeah. And then I'll believe you. Also, I'm just not really from a sporty family. Aside from the Kung Fu, which is something I did anyway. Yes. I'm just not a sporty family. No interest in sport. Will you ever go back to Kung Fu? Uh, probably not. I mean, no, no, no. no. Maybe at some point as a form of exercise. Someday. I like to reconnect with my my roots. Oh, heritage. Yeah, heritage. Um, well, we've done. We've 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 gone over. We've given you a slightly longer one to make up for missing you next week. Um, we'll miss patron. you next week. We will miss you next week. Um, a little juicy morsel maybe for the patrons yeah we're looking into a live bud pod yes don't don't spread it around don't tweet about it and actually this is this is a a moment of me feeling like i'm I'm betraying my former self because i said we'd never do a live bud pod (laughs) and now i'm saying maybe we can do one yeah maybe if you're all good if you're all very good good, you can have a sip of live (laughs) bud pod but yeah so keep keep an ear out for that Keep keep your ears out, and we will we will prioritize patrons. Yes, for tickets. Yes, um, absolutely, we will. Um, we'll figure out a way of doing that. I'm sure it'll be relatively simple. But keep it under your hats. Don't be telling any non VIPs. This yes. is strictly between you, me, and the Velua Rope. <laughs> um, but yeah, so keep it under that. We'll keep you um, up to date. Keep you abreast of it. Um, and see you in a couple of weeks. In well, in two weeks. I yeah. hope you have a nice fortnight. And uh, God save the king. God save the king. We're off to film abroad. We can't tell you where or why. Goodbye. Goodbye.